Yes. Well, hello, hello, everyone. It's been a long time, but you guys know who's on the airways. It is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is the Cross one, the only. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my did, bad. No, it was me. It was me. I didn't warn you before I added the yeah, extra. It's been a minute. You know what? We'll do it again. Okay, come I'll on. start from the top. This is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. <laughs> you know, we're back with another fantabulous, amazing, one-of-a-kind, unique, original show. Well, it's been a while. It's been like a few months. It's definitely been a few months. Like I think we, the last one was your birthday. It was. Wow. So like a good two months we were gone. Oof. Sorry. Y'all. I mean, we needed it. So you know what I'm saying? Flying. We want you guys to miss us. You know what I mean? Like, come on. We give you over 60 episodes. So even if y'all missed us, you go back. And I look at it again and listen again. That was our rebellion. Go on, look at the old topic. Okay. I bet. Digest the old listen. topic. And you know, we wanted to just rebrand ourselves, come back better and strong. You know, just I had to get on Clubhouse and see what people were talking about. True, true, true. <laughs> you know, this year, 2021, is going to be a different year. You know, different podcasts, different style, different topics, you know, just. Just different and better. Like, you know, 2021 is gone, but 2021, 2021 has started off a little. A little crazy. Some type of way. You I said 2021 got the jokes. So you know, far, it has the jokes. But I believe that it's still going to be for our favor. In our favor. Mm, by God's amen. grace. You know. Nothing but success. But how are you guys doing? It's nice to... Like, I don't know. It just sounds... It sounds good to hear myself like on a microphone. I've not, I know. It's like I haven't heard my own voice in a while. I know. <sighs> anyway, but you know, we... You guys know how we do it. <laughs> Some things don't change. You know, we like to start with the hot da 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 Hot topic. So let's start about the biggest hot topic that's been taking over for the past couple of weeks. Since 2020. Basically since 2020. Shit. Honestly, since 2016, if we really talk right. about it. Um, let's talk about Trump. Yeah. You know, while we were gone, we got a new president. Shout out to Joe Biden yes. and Kamala Harris. Yes. Congratulations. We love to see it. Democrats mm-hmm. win again. Um, you know, that happened. And since that happened, there's just been Trump and his Trumpettes have been basically screaming that it's been a rigged election, that they lost, that shit was basically not authentic and real. And all of those events led up to January 6, 2021. Man. 
mm-hmm. where they stormed the Capitol building. They really, like, they really planned this thing, and they stormed through, like, the little gates that they have in front. They stormed through security. They got into um, the offices. The Capitol building itself. They got into the House floor. Okay. They and got into Nancy Pelosi's office. Sat down, took pictures. One of the guys, he took a mail from her office, and that's like a federal crime. They had a grand old time at the Capitol building. I don't understand how that was possible. It was an inside job. I think that the one thing we should just acknowledge before we even continue, let's acknowledge that this was an inside job. You know, I saw someone on social media saying that some of the people who were there um, were um, off-duty cops, too. Yes. So it makes sense. It was like the people that were on duty, they were working at the Capitol building. They were part of it. They, like they, knew they, they were happening. in the group text. Like they opened the gates. They say, come on in. Come. How do you how do you climb the Capitol building wall and nobody shoots you? And nobody shoots you. Nobody. Because that's like a terrorism like attack right there. Like that's a terrorist attack. Act. So it's just like no one shoots you. No one was like I, I don't understand. I just it's just wow. Isn't yeah. I want America to look at what they're doing because I've had a lot of thoughts and feelings. One thought and feeling I've had is that if America took white terrorism seriously, we would have acknowledged that Christmas bombing in downtown Nashville by that white terrorist as the first act of their crime. That wasn't even a, barely was in the news. It wasn't talked about. Once once he blew up all of downtown Nashville, we didn't. They didn't even want us to know this white man's name. And it's like whenever. It, this, I, I don't know, as you said, white terrorism, they don't see it as white terrorism. It's just a little crime that happened. Just he had a mental, Ill, mental health illness. He was sick. You know, they, they put some he little sob story. Exactly. With some cute picture there. You know, that he didn't mean to do it. He was bullied as a child. You know, the, it's just the same narrative over and over and over again. We've known this, but they're really telling us that whiteness is a kryptonite against all. That if I'm in the cloak of whiteness, that if I if I am white, that I have you're free to no do anything. consequence. No, because I can. I'm sitting here in complete awe. Like we're not saying. I don't. I just don't feel like the media is taking it seriously. Like they're just kind of like talking about it like it's another one of Trump's antics. And very seriously, had that shit gone a little bit more left a lot of our senators might have been killed. Of course, like our black it, senators, like yeah. Like, AOC would have been killed. No, like for real. The, the, the whole crew, the pack. Oh, what's her name? Um, The the um, Eritrean one. Or is he Ethiopian? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know her name. Yeah, but, but like her, like that whole crew, Nancy Pelosi, like all of them would have been severely beat, kidnapped, killed, and we're sitting here just laughing at this nigga in a bear fucking cake and again what, what is their reason the what is their reason again they mad because, Trump lost because he lost and like then they really trying to compare us to black lives matter this shit is not the they same they sure did and they're like um say her name say his name like, like people that got in. wait fuck them niggas that died i'm sorry did to you say. see how they actually did beat up a police officer with the fire extinguisher like a savage beast. like they did that like that's wild and, and it's just i just can't believe that they went home that day they went home safely in their, you know, they went to their hotels and stuff. They kicked it. And I'm, I'm, I'm even concerned, like, how was this even planned that no, 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 it didn't get out at all? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there was some Facebook group. Because black a lot of them. people, we be minding our business. We don't give a fuck about white politics. We don't care what white people are doing. I thought doing. there was Big Brother that watches our phones, no. that watches social media. Because there's, there's still no way they're able to plan this thing. And it was not, now. it was not even, nothing was slipped out. Come like, on now, you said Big Brother. Who Big Brother is he? <laughs> right, right. Who Big Brother is he? He's not my Big Brother. Let's be real. He's the Big Brother. 
the big brother is the big brother of those that yeah. he's big brothering. Right, 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 right. So right. it's just like they know what's they know what's up. I hope that everybody gets punished to the highest extent of the law. And then what did Trump say? Trump oh, said he loved you. Guys him. go home. It's okay. He said, I love you. Thank you for riding for me. Ride for he my niggas. That. I die for my niggas. <laughs> Ride for my niggas. <laughs> He's proud brothers. Proud brothers. It's it's, a, it's I don't know. It's it's He's it's a, a big baby. It's it's a shame. Because I know there's, um, I was doing some stuff too, and they were like, you know, I feel like years ago, some black woman, I think she, well, did she have an accident where her car drove into the gates? Yes. And they literally shot her like 20 something she times. She did a huge, look, I'll say this. When I, when I used to be in D.C., I could never get to the National I Mall. I heard. That like, is so hard. Like, it's very, like, Getting to the getting on like you, there's no such thing as oh, I'm just in the neighborhood. Let me go look at the name. No, right. there's no like. Be very intentional. Be careful. Know where the hell you're walking. Because like, you can literally get shot. Yes, because it's like these very important officials are there. Any any and everybody can't just roll up. And I actually, as I was on my way um here to record, I was listening to a report that said that all the panic buttons were removed. What? And the, so that's what I'm saying. Like this shit was orchestrated. Like this will go down as a big conspiracy theory. Like if we don't fi- figure out what the hell happened, this this is going to be it's going to be documentaries. It's going to be all type of shit that's really going to go get into the nitty gritty of what the hell happened on January 6, 2021, when these white cracker racist fucking KKK bastards. Storm the White House. I think the only punishment that I've seen so far is some of them are on like the no fly ban list. Exactly. And they're throwing tantrums at the airports like, oh, how could you treat me this way? I'm an American, you know, the land of the free, blah, blah, blah. Look but at the shit that gets white people riled up. Like, look at, like, look at it. Like, it, it is just so many layers to why this is utter and complete bullshit. The whole thing is disturbing. Um, as somebody that like has protested and has mm-hmm. been in those front lines, the fear, it, it really do be the fear, right? Like it, it's so many emotions when you protest. It's yeah. like, yes, I'm, I'm passionate about this shit that I'm here for. And then it's like, I'm proud to see all these fucking people out here doing this exactly. stuff. And then there's this underlying thing of fear. Cause it's like, damn, the police here, you could literally die. They can go, it can go crazy. This can be something It's whatever. And, and to look at these white people on CNN, like, like literally doing whatever they want. No mask, no sh- just like pure yeah, like no mask, no just shoes. you could do whatever you want. And I just be thinking about that and like how white people like imagine not ha- being afraid of anything in life. Imagine what you could have accomplished if you didn't have to think and think and think and rethink about shit because we're black and like how it affects us and how we may survive and how we may come out of this Must situation. Be nice. So Must be nice. I just was ag- aggravated every time I think about it. I get so aggravated. Well, Trump was also what um, permanently suspended on Twitter. I mean, that I feel like that should have been happened, been, been, been happened. Yeah. But okay, thank you for allow finally doing it. Uh, people are saying he's probably creating like fake accounts, and yeah. you know, still trying to tweet. It's like, what kind of president even has the time of day to be tweeting recklessly on a regular basis? Now, it was funny to me when they um, banned his personal and then the nigga got on the POTUS account. Uh-huh. I was like, what? <laughs> Not that you went on the burner. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just ready for him to, like, literally go. Which led to him second impeachment, right? This which all is going led, on. Which which they they decided the other day. They decided that he was impeached. He wasn't pieced the second time. Now, what this all means, who really knows, right? Because in the time that it would really take for him to, like, leave the White House, 
like the inauguration is twenty is Wednesday, so he's already. I'm, I was gonna say like it's already here. The inauguration is Wednesday. But um, what it what it said is that with him being impeached, he loses his pension essentially. Oh right, so right, he will right, not right. get twenty four seven security. I think he's, he's fine. I like. I don't even feel like that's even like. Shit, is he still gonna be rich after this? Let's really analyze it because I think that. You know, now that he's losing a lot of the perks of that and that he's ending on the note of being a terrorist. I think that before, like maybe three weeks ago, if he would have just ended there, he would have been fine, right? Like he would have still been president and all his little rich bastard friends mm-hmm. would have still supported him. But I, now he's a terrorist, so it looks different. But as we said, we know how white people, they support each other. You know, Trump itself is an empire, you know, before, BK, before he became a president. And yeah, yeah, he may have gone... He had maybe some foreclosures and all those kind of stuff. But I still feel like he got some money somewhere in a bank, some offshore account. You know, he has one of his um, very old, rich white friends that are still going to support him. You know, that owes him something. Like, you know what I mean? His family's name is not, did not just start with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So his lineage is a deep, 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 rich lineage. And I I think he'll be fine. Like, Oh, for sure. He'll be fine. He'll go somewhere. He'll do something. But I guess his legacy, you know, I guess that's what it it will be where like when you have the name Trump, you know that, okay, that's just disaster. Like they're bastards. Exactly. Impeached. And I do hope that um, some of the deep, dark truths um, and things that we've always innately known, and I think that it was put in the forefront, um, such as the use of Christianity to oppress blackness. Of course. Because, like, for these people to storm the Capitol and run up in this bitch and, like, create a cross, how does, does, like, a cross relate to what the fuck y'all doing right here? You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that just kind of proves to you that white people do use Christianity as a way to support white supremacy, right? Like, and it also kind of lets you know the Confederate flag that fucking flies everywhere in the South as if it is this monumental part of history Mm -hmm. is, again, a sign and a symbol of white supremacy. It is, and not just in America, but in other parts of the world, too, like in Russia as well. Definitely. As well as Trump, Make America Great Again, is a campaign based off of white supremacy. And I just hope that this has become increasingly, increasingly clear in the past week. I, I really hope that when we leave this, there are no more questions about white privilege. There are no more questions about racism in America. Exactly. That we all, like, are on the same page that this should exist. That it does exist, yep. Go help us. Okay, so next on the list, uh, I think we saw this coming, but, you know, we kind of looky had hope a little bit. So Kim and Kanye, finally, finally, well, they're having a divorce. I believe Kim was the one who mm-hmm. filed for a divorce. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been married for a minute. They have four kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like they've been together for almost 10 years, right? Is it up to that? At least now, because uh, what's the North? She's at, she, North should be at least, what, six, no, seven years old. Yeah, but um, have they been together up to that? Kim and Kanye, let me check. I thought, I thought because you know they technically got married because you know she was pregnant. They've been together. They went public with their relationship in 2012. Yeah. Okay, so it's almost ten years. Yeah, you know it's a minute. It's you a know, long time. but I don't blame her. She tried. She tried. Now, she Kanye, tried. Like, I, I will say that, like a lot of people trying to say, oh, Kim, whatever, Kim, whiteness, whatever, whatever. I beg, please. At stop. the end of the day, let's let's call spades spades. A woman that's, that she held Kanye down when Kanye didn't deserve to be held down. No, he did uh, too much. At this point, the, the narrative of like, oh, if she was a black woman, she would have been there. No, that one is that one has yeah. passed. It's has passed already. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. Please, she's a woman and she's tired of his nonsense. Okay, he went. He did. He went through his little Twitter phase, crazy phase. When he, oh, he wanted to be a president too, that mm-hmm. happened. Like, yeah, you know, she didn't even say anything about it. Like, she, you know, she was actually for Trying Biden. To be a lawyer, yeah. Like, did he call her mama Chris John Un on Twitter? <laughs> like, 
like, my nigga, you call my mama Chris Jones. Like, you say my mama a dictator? No, he is, you know, he really has serious issues. And then it's obvious that he's not looking for help. He's not trying to get better. Yeah. And I can understand how stressful that could be. That That is just too heavy as an individual, as a partner to carry on. You know, as it a is, brand. Yeah. As it, a brand. Imagine how much that, that, that cost and how much stress that is to constantly that probably is costing her a lot of money you know as much shit as she she has like four fucking businesses and as much shit as she's trying to do every other day kanye's on twitter kanye it's embarrassing kanye said black people chose to be slaves kanye said harriet tubman is not that bitch like what what is what i'm gonna do with you yeah and and it makes people come for her even more yeah you know what i mean like i see on twitter people definitely come for her way harder and it's like okay yeah she Armenian, whatever she is, and whatever. We all know whatever. But it's just like she's just being attacked way more. She's being blamed for Kanye's um, decisions and his nonsense and everything. It's like this is not her fault. This is too much. Just even as a father, it's like what legacy? What do you want to leave down for your kids? Because it's social media, it's internet. All this is going to be there permanently forever, you know? And North, she's older now. She can easily Google this thing. Oh, yeah. North North is old enough to know what's going on. Exactly. So this is too much. I don't blame her. I hope it's a, I don't, hopefully it's a peaceful, easy divorce. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, They're both rich, so hopefully it wouldn't be something about, like, But their house is weird, right? Because, okay, like, Kim owns the land that their house is built on, Mm -hmm. but Kanye owns the home. Uh Mm. So I wonder what they're going to do with that. And their house is, like, a very, like, Built for them type yeah, of house. Yeah, like, They're going to have to figure it out. I feel like it's going to take probably, a while. She should probably the, pay him out for the house. Who knows? Or they should just, you know, sell it. And they should split it or whatever. Yeah. I feel like divorce is, is actually going to take a while. Oh, for sure. They might not be fully divorced until like 2022. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to take a while. Um, I wonder how co-parenting would look. I don't know. I feel like it'll probably look how it's been looking. Yeah. Because, like, reports say that they haven't been living together for, for a while. while yeah. And, and honestly, you can tell. Like, the way with Kanye doing Sunday service and all the Wyoming mm. shit and all Jesus. of that. Like, you can tell that he hasn't been super, super. Right. For a minute, wasn't he saying that he wanted to move back to Chicago? I knew that was never And then, happen. you know, she was like, she can't do it. Or, like, he wants no. to move to Wyoming. Yeah. And she's like, I want to be in Calabasas. And. Because it's like, you really thought, like, honestly, just be real. If you had the opportunity to live with all of your, like, in the same area as all of your siblings, and because, like, y'all grew together and you love each other. It's no, you're why not would I go to school? And we all rich reason. and we have fun and the kids and growing the up together. You know what I'm saying? How convenient is that? Kids, oh, y'all like Courtney House, y'all like Chloe House, y'all like Kylie. Like, baby, bye. So I'm going to go to Chicago to do what? To visit Old Block with you and your people. Talking about Old Block? Like, that's what like, they came around to Old Block. They no want like, like take pictures in Old Block. Together, Talking that's about it. old black. That's he's it. Maybe he's gonna create his own block, the Kanye block, K block, K block. It's not really K town. <laughs> the West block. Uh, divorce, divorce. Well, I wish them well. Wait, is Cardi and that? Well, Cardi and Offset, they're back together, right? Ah, uh, since when? They got back together, so that's not divorce going on anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next on the list, coronavirus. <laughs> wow. Damn, that's crazy. We still talking about this shit. So you guys, coronavirus, coronavirus still exists. It's still um, and new during strains. our hiatus, there even was a new strain that developed in in London. Well, I won't say developed. It first popped up in London. London, they're having really high cases. It's, yeah. it's actually quite ridiculous how. And you know, they were saying maybe because they do have better monitoring systems compared to the United States. You know, as to why you know they're able to identify that strain over there yeah. quicker compared to here. 
Um, because we all know. We, I, I feel mean, like that we, shit here for real already. Of course, I mean, we see how the system has played out. You know, the healthcare system, the government system with COVID. So um, it makes sense as to why they were able to, you know, figure it out over there quicker. Um, but this new strain, it's like ugh, I don't know. It's it's something else. But tell us about your experience with COVID. I too am a survivor of COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, I will say this. Um. How was it? What were your symptoms? Well, that shit, it's like I caught that shit and my health went... Like, so it's for real. Uh, I'll say this. It felt like a bad flu. Um, the weirdest sensation was not being able to smell or taste. Mm. That not being able to smell shit. Like, you don't even realize how much you use your scent. In just your day. senses, yeah. Like, I damn near killed myself cleaning the bathroom because I was trying to, like, soap in the tub. Oh. And I used... Hello, bleach. I was like spraying. And you were trying to soak yourself in the tub? With I was bleach? Just, no, not with bleach. I was cleaning the oh, tub. Oh, oh, oh. Before. Well, like, well, okay. Come on. <laughs> I was cleaning the tub and then okay. I just was spraying, like, ah, whatever. You didn't smell it. I, and I didn't smell it. And I just started. <clears throat> <gasps> but I, and then I felt the sensation, like choking up and yeah. I was like, oh, oh shit. my God. Because I couldn't smell the bleach. And I was like, damn, I can't smell bleach. <laughs> like, wow. At that point, I was like, I can't smell. So like, there's a fire in the house. You be I wouldn't have been able smell. to smell, right? Like, like, it, it, and it, and it's just like, damn, our five senses, our five senses for a reason. Okay. Like, you need it. Um, how long did it take for you to recuperate? And what medications do you use? Um, if you did, what do medication? I mean, a lot of like Tylenol for sure, because it's just a lot of body aches and head. Like the worst thing. Was headaches. So I was had, it like a malaria? You know how you feel when you have I've a malaria? I've never had malaria. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but probably, I feel like it's similar because isn't that like it's just kind of like a bad flu in a mm-hmm. sense? Um, I had terrible headaches. I was like, I didn't really have the body aches, but the headaches, that shit was crazy. Um, and even till today, I would say I'm still kind of coughing. Like my sinuses. Really? Yeah, my sinuses have not have not been, been the, the same. same. Like I still like. And, you know, and this happened to me once a long time ago where I had a long-ass cough after a cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that's kind of what it is. Like, I still cough every so often, and I still, like, you know, do all of that. And I feel like I'm still nasally to a degree, too. But they tested that you're negative. And that yeah, you're like, I'm negative. I definitely think this is just recovery. Like, I'm still, like, recovering. Wow. That's something. You know, it makes me think. Remember when I had a, I had a really bad eye infection when COVID actually really started. Mm-hmm. And um, the, oh, that shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, too. and um, the doctor was like, you know, low key, um, this is like a symptom of COVID. It just hasn't been put in the media. And since then, my eye has not been the same. Right. Yeah, it's not been the same. So it's like now, when you did say that, like, it kind of makes sense. But they said the new strain make you temporarily blind. Uh, I'm telling you, I heard that somewhere. They said, you know how it fuck with your olfactory senses. They said that in the new strain, that might that's that might that's like a mutation that some people oh, have experienced. Jesus. So it's true, like that you saying your eye shit that might have been part of I it. I think I probably did because you know you probably infected me. Yeah. <laughs> no, boom, that was way after. <laughs> this was like in March. I know you I'm had this shit. in November. <laughs> I probably did have COVID because, you know, I've tested negative, you know. Everybody want to have COVID now. <laughs> I know, right? Who, knew, who knows? Um, but, you know, this new vaccine is out. You know, there's so many um, conspiracies about it. Getting vaccine, should one get it or not, you know, especially with black people not trusting, you know, the healthcare system. If, you know, American medicine and how the treatment of black people, which is understandable. I have a problematic statement. Mm-hmm. It's problematic. What? Don't cancel me, you guys. I think that um, black people got to stop, re- stop like saying that I don't trust the 
medicine because of the Tuskegee experiments. Mm-hmm. I think that as as a lot of like black millennials, we we have a problem with like our activism. We keep trying to like repeat our ancestors' activism. Right, right. And I feel like um, that's not our type of medical racism. There's, mm-hmm. I'm not saying medical racism doesn't exist, yeah. but it's not in the in the way that the Tuskegee experiments were. Right. Like, in this day and age, there's so much stuff in place that we're never going to be in a situation, God willing, where they're experimenting on At us. least not like that not open. Bla- exactly. Like, like nothing that. blatant. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, we know about the low-key stuff, like organ harvesting. and You know, there, yeah. there are things. But I don't think that this situation with the vaccine is... This is a little bit different. I don't think this is one of those moments. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is the moment where they're using to eradicate black people and i think that for people to keep spreading that like Mm -hmm. oh y'all gotta be careful with the vaccine because they're gonna try to get away with the niggas and it's like this is not that and and honestly it's just irresponsible because like people just saying stuff i think it's okay to be concerned i think it's okay to have questions and maybe to be fearful a little bit it's not just black people are fear fearful of it because even you know general americans some americans they're not for vaccines because you know some of them say that it may cause um autism and things like that Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's also it's it's fine to have those concerns, yeah. but just do your research. And then, as you said, with this COVID thing, this is not something that's just affecting black people. You know, this is not a, a disease that was created and it's just only black people being affected. It's a global disease. Yes. You know, white people are dying, especially older white folks are also yeah. dying. So I think that also shows how this is a really uh, global, it's, it's a global issue, global public health issue. This is about know? being human. This yeah. is really about being human. And and it just kind of me, it's also irritating that a lot of these same people that are like so anti the vaccine are not social distancing, are traveling without knowing their status, no right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know y'all status and y'all going up and about and everywhere. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of like, well, pick one. Pick one. Definitely. You can't, you can't be selfish all around. If yeah. you don't want vaccines, you don't believe in vaccines, that's fine because you feel like, okay, your body can naturally heal. I feel like I do believe that our body can naturally heal ourselves. I do believe that, you know, we could eat healthy and have a healthy lifestyle, you know. But because of the society that we now live in, it's so much pollution, you mm-hmm. know. The, the world isn't how it was in the 1800s, 1900s, yeah, where, like, you know, all that. this carbon, whatever, yeah. all this pollution in the air from, you know, heck, even um, global warming, whatever. All those things now affect our health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So our bodies, the way, you know, even the way our cells generate, all that other kind of stuff, it's not the same way it did how our ancestors' cells generate yeah, back then, you just know? just the fact that we walk around with phones. yeah. And we look at screens, our bodies are changing. That's radiation. You know, like, I mean, it's not that I'm for, like, big pharma or whatever. I don't want that to be the perception. But I'm not anti-modern medicine. Yeah, definitely not. I'm not like a, you know, go pop a pill every moment person either. You know what I mean? But, again, I think that, like, as as black people, if we want to advance as a race in totality, Mm -hmm. we have to give and take. And and I'm not saying, like, just go out and get the vaccine, but I'm saying find some medical professionals you trust because we do have black doctors now. We do have black professionals and researchers and people that will educate you. So at least do yourself the service and educate yourself before people start the propaganda of, nah, don't do that because they're trying to inject you and they're trying to track you and whatever propaganda people are putting out there. It's just unnecessary. I listened to a clubhouse yesterday about, and it was black doctors talking about COVID, and Mm -hmm. they're saying how you know, it's just best for you to get the vaccine compared to your chances of getting it is higher, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you know, so it's just best to be safe for others, for yourself, 
everyone can can get it. I think it's just kids that can't get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just to be safe. So again, you guys just do your research. And as you said, Dami, if you don't believe in a vaccine, just wear your mask. You say, yeah, wear your mask. And be stay considerate at home. of yeah, be considerate of others. I'm seeing too many parties. I don't like that shit. It's, it's too still much. Going on. It's it's a little too like honestly. And this, this is what I mean about the government. That's why I'm starting to hate the government even more. Somebody should have intervened in how Georgia is living their life. You can I know there are that states. Texas, yeah. yeah, I know that states have like their own autonomy to a certain degree, but it, it's become irresponsible. Yeah. And you and we can't like it just it actually doesn't make sense logically to be like Atlanta and Miami and Texas is that open mm-hmm. and people are traveling in and out to vacation there because it's that open and you're gonna say that oh because we shut down every other fucking state in the united states we're controlling the numbers either y'all gonna gonna have them like have a certain amount of like chill or open everybody else up because at this point we're still all mixy you gotta pick one it, it's just becoming too much it's, it's becoming too much may god help us because we're not trying to I don't, you know, if, you know, based on the Club Basel Institute, they're like, if people get their vaccines, you know, we could eventually go back to living a normal life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I've had it. And you, you got the vaccine? No, I mean, I got the, um, when I caught COVID, there is a moment in COVID, whether you're breathing hard as fuck or not, or whatever, there is a moment where you start, like, you, you scared to go to sleep. Yeah. Because it's like, damn, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. This could, it's like a really, like, a good 10-day stretch of any, your symptoms could go anywhere. Yeah. Because there were days where I felt great, where I was up. I was doing the body challenge. I'm body And mm-hmm. it was days where I just could not. Like, noise, light, anything fucked me up. Like, I just couldn't deal with it. So, and this is all within the same period. So, it's like, I'm just saying that, like, y'all... I want to get rid of this. I want to, like, be able to live our life. And all y'all acting like y'all can't take a vaccine. You've been taking vaccines since y'all was five any fucking way. Since yeah. y'all were born anyway. Yeah. Um, and, yes, just do your research. But at this point, all the doctors took the shit. So if people start dying, the doctors is dying too. So. And if you do get, um, if you already have COVID, it doesn't mean that you're immune. You know, there's, yes. there's not enough studies showing that yes. you're immune. I think they just say, like, okay, yeah, for the, for like, for, they have not seen people come back within the next Forty-five to ninety days that they have um, COVID again, but it is still possible to get it. Hell so yeah. I know there's a doctor on the clubhouse. Listen to, he said, you know, he had COVID and enough COVID, um, but when the vaccine came out, he got the vaccine. You know, um, with if you do get the vaccine, I don't know if it's that you cannot get the COVID. I think you can get it, but, you know, you wouldn't show so much. It's just really low, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't show the, the symptoms as um, someone who hasn't gotten the, exactly. the, the vaccine, it's, which shows, you know, you won't spread it as much and stuff. So just do your research, please. Yeah, like, y'all, careful. come on, make sense of it. When you catch the flu, do you not catch the flu again next year? We right. can never say we caught the shit once, you're not going to catch it exactly. again. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm still thinking about if I'm going to get the vaccine, but I just know make sh- I just know that I, um, or when I'm going to get the vaccine, but I just, I know I make sure to wear my mask, wash my hands, For you know, sure. I'm not close to people, just be considerate. I know they're going to make me get it soon. Oh, being a teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. They're Healthcare tra- workers, oh wait, this is my try- job too. They're trying to open up schools as far as, like, Definitely tough they're as gonna, they, they're, they're, they're eventually going to Those jobs, yes. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the other juicy tea. Okay, let's get to some juicy tea. Oh, Lord. Lori Harvey, Lori Harvey, Lori Harvey. So she's been doing her hot girl summer thing for a hot minute. You know, her different rounds of men. It's like, where do we even start from? Who, who did, who, I'm trying to see. Who did she well, first Well, she was date? engaged at like 20, 21. Yeah, she definitely was engaged to some soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, we saw her with Trey Songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw her with Diddy. 
Mm-hmm. First we start with Diddy's son. She was with Justin. Justin. Then we were like, okay, no, she's actually with Diddy. No, she was with Justin. Then she dated Future. Then she dated Diddy. Diddy. Then she no, dated I, Future I again. Thought, oh, so it was back to back with Future. Yeah. Okay. We know that Future one was the big birthday surprise. She was with Future twice. Like she did Future, then they broke up, and then she got back with Future. So now she's with her now official boo boo boo. Like where this is official, like we're together. It's always been official. It's low key. Wait, with the other people, one of the official. I guess with future was official. Yeah, but with the other ones, there was no mention. Well, with the engagement, that with was the other people, the other person they probably wasn't official was with was Diddy. Diddy. Cause he yeah. was old as fuck. Yeah, well, Courtney and Justin was it official. Justin? Yeah, that was her boyfriend. Boyfriend. Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh my god. Anyway, so now she is with Michael. What's his name? B. Jordan. B. Jordan. You know, he's been posting her, you know. His Happy turtle. birthday, Turtle. No sense. What's turtle. This? I'm not impressed, honestly. I think it's just too much. I mean, yeah, she's free to date whoever she wants to date. Let's ask saying? the question we want to ask. Is she a hoe? Is she a hoe? Man, it's like, she's free to date. As a young girl, you could date whoever you want to date. You know, especially you being young, you know. I am sure her being engaged, she was like, you know, that's maybe I jumped the gun. I shouldn't do that. I want to test out the different, you know, fish in the water and the sea and all that. But because it was just so public, you know what I mean? And I don't know if it's because she's famous as to why, you know, there's so much spotlight to the situation. Mm. But it's also so, it was all back to back as well. It wasn't like, okay, after one year with each person. Right. It was literally a few months apart. She do be jumping, jumping. It was, it was too back to back. And then it was, it, then it's with the whole feature one. It was like with the future. And then I think also the fact that who our dad is, Steve Harvey. Mm. And you know, you know what his show is about. And you know, I listen to his radio show too. And so how he talks his about, you know, brand. yeah, how women should be, how women should think, you know, as a man, this and that. So this is your daughter under your roof, whether she still lives with you or not. It's like, this is how she's carrying herself. Like it's like, man. It's, I don't know. Like even with men doing that, it's nasty to me. Like how, how future is, it's like future yeah. is nasty. Yeah. So it's like, do you think she's a hoe? I'll say this about Lori Harvey. So I was listening to a podcast and they brought up the conversation of what's the difference between Lori Harvey and these other Instagram girls that date a lot of different rappers and, and rich niggas, right? Okay. Like, what's the difference? Is it because Lori Harvey is like Lori, like she's because she's, she's, she's Steve Harvey's daughter? And in that sense, I do believe, honestly, the, wo- the word hoe is kind of like uh, whatever, but I do think that she is not innocent. You know what I mean? I think that yeah, I would label her hoesque. Do you think she's sleeping with all of them? Hell the fuck yeah. Ooh. I think she's sleeping with all these niggas. And, and, and I think that that's what, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that these are sneaky links and all her sneaky links get leaked. I right. Think that, you know what I'm saying? Shit, They're it's, public. It's probably sneaky links we don't know about. You know what I mean? Damn. For all we know, her and Meek was had a little rhythm. Insist oh, why? Like you know, oh, they ain't learning. I mean, my wish list. For all we know, they was texting back and forth. He said that little lame ass line, and that's when she dead. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like for all we know, so it's like I also think that it's like we just trying to add because again, because she's Steve, Steve Harvey's daughter, and she was born rich. We act like it's not whole shit. But if it was anybody else, if it was a if it was me or you, mm-hmm. we would get labeled a hoe. Yeah. We would just flat out get labeled a hoe. It's too back-to-back. It's too much, yeah. It's just too much. And I think, yeah, her being Steve Harvey daughter, it does play a role, too. Because no matter, just like how, oh, um, people are coming at, coming at uh, Obama's kids for yeah. whatever. It's natural. You know, your family, your background plays a role, you know? So you being Steve Harvey's daughter, I think you should to even be extra careful with what you do. Um, I don't know. I'm not impressed. We'll see how long this will last. I do think, okay, if we take about her, take away the wholeness or the nonsense she's be doing, 
they're cute together. You know what I'm saying? They're I don't both agree. young. You don't think they're cute together? I'm gonna say, I'm, I have the same stance I always have. I don't like elongated, large ass age gaps. Wait, how old is he? 34. Oh, gee, I'm thinking he's young. Oh, how? And she just turned 24. She just turned 24. I don't be agreeing. Oh. I, I think, I think, if anything, that's the problematic part for me. If if she was dating a bunch of young niggas, and I, they was I think all, he was like 27. G. No, it's because you know he carried himself, but he's 34. So my thing, honestly, if Lori Harvey was dating a bunch of like young niggas, I might not even think nothing of it. I right. just think that she's dating some young niggas. It is old oh, man. The fact that all them, she's dating grown ass men. It's not, and she's 21. That she just turned 24. I think her fiance was the only one that was her age group that was also young, a little bit closer to they were her both, age. He was like, what, 26? Yeah. To her being 20? Like, you know what I mean? she was 21. Yeah, like, how? Because she's just 24. That shit was more than, like, damn. That was at least three, four yeah. years ago. Yeah. So it's like, to me, I think that is more of a concern. I didn't me. know that he was 34, G. I'm thinking G, he's 27. No, Michael B. Jordan is 34. Future, like, 36. Yeah, that's Future how, is I don't even 40. like Future dating Des Dior. That's another conversation. she's younger She's you. 23. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that all of that shit is manipulative. And, you know, honestly, when I saw it, so I was like, Michael, what did you see in her? And she's cute, but I was just like... Lori Harvey ain't that cute. Let's tell the truth. She's, she's, she's beautiful. Cute. She's beautiful. That's what she is. Okay, Kenny, I wasn't even cute time. She's beautiful. Not, she's not as cute as to be like, ah, I gotta, I gotta break all the rules for Lori Harvey. And that's how these niggas be acting like, oh, I is mean, Lori Harvey them, a preacher? But, but that's because... them. They have, com- to you. She's they not- have commodified her. At this point now, just to say you dated Lori Harvey is a checkpoint. It is a checkpoint. It's not, it's not Lori Harvey. It's the bragging rights of, oh, Lori Harvey is that is that girl that everybody dates. Yep. So if I dated her, I'm that dude as well. And for and and we're not gonna sit here and act like men don't think like that. They do. They they actually really do. Man, I don't know. It's 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 a shame. It's it's actually quite a shame. It's ridiculous. She could do better. Her, I'm, another thing is that is her dad not talking to her? I did not say anything That's to her, her stepdaddy. Y'all really, look, let me tell you nothing. That's her stepdaddy. And but her, he's been in her and life. And her real young. daddy is in her life. She just took the Harvey name. It's not that her real daddy is some deadbeat nigga and she don't but know him. But Harvey has been in her life since she was very young. Yes. So I feel like I feel, say, I feel like they still, but she's still like very, like I think that some people, just because he's in her life and she took his name, I don't think that Steve be really like, Giving it to him. No, I think that that's just his, that's his wife's daughter. He takes her as a daughter. He loves her. But I think that there's a fine line. I don't think he talked to her about that type of shit. I think that he's staying in his line. I think that he leave that to her real oh, dad. Or oh, 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 probably the mom is never allowing him to. I exactly. think that's, that's what I was thinking. Because, you know, the mom also got some history. You know, she I, you know, like she, she, she did a, a drug dealer. She the cousin of the drug dealer or yes. something like that. And she left him and he went to jail. Go with Steve Harvey. I guess their family is all, and it's it's mainly her. Like Steve Harvey's, like uh, his his own biological kids. There's no issue with them. You I, know, know, I don't even know who his kids is. Oh, you know he has the twins. They're also all on social media as well. But they're doing well. I guess because they're older. But still, I don't know. It's just I don't I don't see this lasting. Obviously, I feel like her 25th birthday is gonna be a whole another big surprise. Another man Yep, another man buying her a car or something. Something. I I I'm calling it. I see it happening. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't, you know, and I don't, I will say that there's been many things. Like, I think that it is celebrated because um, people are like, you know, we see this in the Kylie's and whatever, and we don't, we, you know, now it's a black girl kind of living that privileged, rich girl life. Do you think and, that's why people are more on it because it's a black girl? Yeah, people are, like, happy because it's a black girl living that 
I'm rich and I'm this mm-hmm. and I can date whatever guy I want and this, that, and the other. But what I don't like about the conversation, aside from her dating old ass man, is I don't like the conversation that people kind of make it seem like she's carrying herself better than other women. Like, oh, Lori, keep her shit on the low and you never hear and you can mm-hmm. tell. That. I'm like, we don't know what the fuck they doing. For all we know, Lori Harvey crazy. Literally, for all we know, she she she's a wild girl, and she be getting with these dudes and this. That. We don't know. You're anything. right. You know they actually are because you know, on Twitter they're definitely praising it. Like you know she's a bad bitch. She's doing what any other man would do. Yeah. And it's like you know I'm all for you know women being you know being free with your sexuality, with your body, with your dating, doing whatever, but still have some class to it. Exactly. You know what I'm and I also have that same stance with men too. For sure. You know what I mean? That's how we, just how we talk about feature and his dirty ass, all the baby mamas he have. Yeah. He doesn't have class. Still and have. They, some Nick Cannon can low key get on that list now. I think he settled down with his baby mama no, he's now. Not. Yeah, they're a Nick family. Can- no, Nick Cannon was just on the shade room with a new bitch getting a tattoo. I thought the, his his, his the lady just had a baby girl named Powerful. And he got a new a new powerful baby <laughs> a, a new powerful baby girl on his side. Nick Cannon is a Are sharp shooter. He's a sharp shooter as well. He definitely be out there though. He a sharp shooter. Come on, let's not even forget before his his girl before his baby mama found out about the baby mama on Instagram. She saw the post of the of her being pregnant, and that's how she found out. And you know that's his ex. Ba- Which baby? I mean, but he got two baby mamas, right? He got one and two, I think now. No, think it's got- two. It's Mariah Carey, uh-huh. and it's um, I forgot her name. Is it Salida? No, ah, it's I not Salida. It's not Salida. Nick got too many girls. I can't no, keep up with Nick and his Salida. women. It's not Salida. It's not Salida. I can't keep up this with this one. Has Jessica two kids. White, right? No, he did it. Jessica White. That's you see a, that? she was a model. She was a model. You, see that? you know, but that was a while, a while ago. Um, I'm pulling names from that. And- <laughs> yeah, he has Mariah Carey, and you know, you know, he has one son. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the it's the same woman that just had his um the other daughter right. now. Yeah, so it's yes. two baby mamas. Yeah, but he definitely do be out there dating. Yeah, so the woman he was dating before. His his second slash third baby mama, who's the same woman, she found out that he went back to his baby mama on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. And then he got back with his baby mama. Yeah. And then that he left and he with some other girl. It's it's just I, I don't understand. It's it's too Okay, now since we're even on topic, let's talk about Regine real quick. So, you know, Regine, <sighs> she tweeted, and you know Regine is um Lil Wayne's daughter. And she tweeted that um, don't be a sample for this man. You know, you don't want, what does she, what did she say? Don't she be a said, sample. Be, don't be a sampler. Be the entree. A be lot the of these, entree. A lot of these men be just using y'all for sample, something cute, something easy and nice to get a choo-choo on. And then you could be, a, instead, be a, be a full entree, something that keep him full. I don't know if that's what she said for sure. But, uh, <laughs> you added your little two cents to it, okay? But, you know, we know she's dating um, Ray. Why, why are you... I'm mad you call him Ray. That's what she called him. she be calling him Ray. She be like, hey, YFN Ray. and Lucci, Lucci, whatever his name is. That's how I be with Ray. I be like, Aubrey. <laughs> anyway, and you know, he's older than her. He's a couple of good number of years older. He's, he's like he's 30. He's in his late 20s. He's probably 30 now. And he has four kids, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's a rapper. You know, mm-hmm. I know those are things that his mom was concerned about. They broke up for a minute, and, you know, we thought, okay, you know, finally she got her head back on, and, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to do her little cute independent babe. Like, they a young football player. They a young yeah. basketball player. You know what I'm saying? They my cousin. He's like, trying to get drafted. Oh, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> like, just come on now. Or they're a young actor or something. Like, right. even if you're going to date a musician, know the type of class a musician is going to be. Even if you're going to date a rapper, date a little baby, date a don't yeah. they no fucking YFN Lucci. Exactly him. 
Uh, so they broke up, you know, and, you know, he was also talking trash on social media about her, too. He was. He was. And now they're back together. And now apparently there's a case against him, you know, a murder case. Murder, he wrote. Okay. It's, I don't know. I, I, I don't see. And then, you know, she did she did an interview with Hollywood Unlocked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they asked. And the guy literally was up front. What's his name? Jason Lee. He was like, how did you end up going back to that? And she's like, well, I'm young. I'm human. And I feel like that excuse is not a valid excuse it's when not. you're doing it. I feel like, you know, when you make a mistake at this age that we yeah. are, and we say, oh, man, I fucked up because I was young. That's different. Yeah. But when you're in the moment and yeah. you know that it's a mistake, yeah. you know it's something you should not be doing, and your your ex, your reason is, I'm young, I'm having fun, it's bullshit. Yeah. It, it's, nah, it's, it's that's not bullshit. somebody you had fun with. Go no. have fun with Trevor Jackson. You know Trevor Jackson? Yes, who was on Grownish. You look good. Yeah. See, that's who she need to be with. That's I to, the people. I don't know why she's trying to be with all this. She's got a hot mess. Because Zanique is with um, Ziggy. I be but Iggy. He, he don't have no kids, though. I, no, no. He, Ziggy, got he got like two, three kids, too. Damn. For mm-hmm. oh. And then Taina. But he has not. He has. He's just not out here. He yeah. not. He not. Maybe he, because he's still under. He not ground. out here like that. He got uh, two, three kids for real. Yeah. He got like. Um. <sighs> then what's the? Then Taina with with her. Oh, okay. So she probably want to belong. Honestly, I think I feel like they're still better though. No, they know they are better, but, but it's kind of similar. Like, but here's the thing. This is the thing. I think women we we underestimate how much we do want to fit in with women. Like as much as we talk about mm-hmm. how guys brag on their sex life and do all type of stuff to impress other guys, women do the same thing in terms of relationship, right? Like we will come up with some we will like exaggerate a love story or like the the relationship so that we so we, you know to brag to yeah. your girls to yeah. be like oh my my man and my love just have something to say my she nigga did this too exactly and, 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 it's and, like and, uh, imagine you know I've I've felt that in senses or in places where it's like you're the younger you know you there you 21, 22, you with yeah. all your girl all your girls seem to have some serious I mean in, in that point it's serious all them hoes had babies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it feels like they're in a serious-ass two, three-year relationship. Yeah. And what's she going to do? Pop up to the dinner alone? Yeah. She's just trying to be with somebody and have something. She is. And I mean, she did say, too, like, you know, she don't like being alone. She said that, you know, ever since she was, what, 15? She was in a relationship, 15 to 17, yeah. or 18. Um, then after, then Ray is her second boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. I remember that little boy she was again. dating. I thought she was, they that was, fit. That was a great boyfriend for her, a little football player. It made sense. I, I don't know, maybe because she dropped out of college, so she doesn't have sense anymore. When the girls beat her ass at Clark, Clark Atlanta. <laughs> I can see why, though. But I mean, yeah, I can see why they do. Yeah, not not not, not to not support should, violence, yeah, but I can see how Reginae keep doing it. It's just disappointing. It's disappointing. I guess um, Ray has a song with Lil Wayne, so I feel like that makes it. You know, she's like, well, my you know my parents like him, and that's but Toya has but, but has said openly yeah. and strongly that she do not want her dating him. Yeah, because she doesn't want him to doesn't want her to date a rapper. Period. Yeah, like this is just not a good lifestyle. Like it's true because now that I'm getting older, I'll say this. Now that I'm getting older. Um, I want so much for my kids to be to have a sedity lifestyle. Yeah, not like in the point where they're snobbish, but I do want them to just know suburban life and yeah, to you, be in a certain class. To be in a certain class, like you don't even have to worry about that shit. That shit is just something that you see on 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 Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever fucking social media apps they gonna mm-hmm. have. So it's like. Yeah, like I, I feel for Toy. It's like, gee, we did all of this so you don't have to be sitting here dating men with murder charges. It's not like you need the money. 
It's just no reason for her to be dating. You don't need the fame. It's, it's actually just no reason. It really is. And I feel. Is the dick that good? Now I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because I've been on Clubhouse arguing and shit all, all this break, y'all. Colorism exists. I feel like, you know, yeah. as rich as Regina is or whatever, I think that in the, in the space where she was all her rich ass, light skinned, biracial friends, no, that's she still facts, get the, the lesser of the thing. I think that. No, re- that's you know what absolutely I'm saying? Yeah, facts. I think that that's part of and what pushed her to feel, get her boob job. I feel it. I feel you it on Regina. Yeah. As confident as she has always been, as much as she loves herself, see, yeah. I'm starting to feel that she's getting to that point of womanhood where it just feels like. Am my, I enough? This my, is enough. Am I enough? Yeah. Yeah. And she's just gonna give it to the man who gives us gives her who the gives most her attention. Something. Who gives her something? And yeah. think about it. Think about and honestly, think about the niggas. The, the Taina's getting herb, some Zani getting uh-huh. Iggy or whatever, whatever. And like, who's uh, coming at at, at Regina? Uh-huh. Yeah, the YKO Cyrus. Like, who the hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> the daughter of Lil Wayne. Look at look at it. The daughter of Lil Wayne. No, I think no. You know what? That's a very good point. I feel like you know. It's definitely self-esteem confidence plays a role as to why she's with him. Because yeah. for what reason? Then he has four kids. I'm a lot kids that's Four badass kids. Ba- I'm sorry. Those bad kids be looking bad kids and not, rough. They don't give me no aww. No, they look They look like they're from the ghetto. They look like you get your ass on like, <laughs> like young thug kids. <laughs> like young thug kids look like that too. Ah, man. It's sad. Mm-mm. No, it's actually quite sad. I, I actually really hope that she doesn't end up having a kid for I, him. I would be very Because that's one thing I, you know, she's been saying, like, I don't want no kids, I don't want no kids, yeah. I don't want no kids. So I'm hoping that she's really, like, you know, making sure that doesn't happen. I, I would. Because it just would not be a good look for her. Urge her to not have that baby if she had it. Yeah. Like, that. that's, it, it just, mm-mm. Man, but maybe the sex is good. I think the sex may be good. At that age, if uh, if you in love, sex is good. Yeah, and then that's like it seems like that's like a second boyfriend too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. You know, Regina, she playing. She not. You know, this probably be the person that didn't turn her out a little bit. I'm sure whatever yep. little sex she was having yep. in, in high school wasn't. Yeah. 30-year-old man She's she having grown rapper and, sex and now, exactly, okay? No 30-year-old man. Like, that sex do be different with grown men. It's like... Oh, really? Come on, don't do that. <laughs> don't do- <laughs> I love what I do. <laughs> you were quick to be like, come on. <laughs> it be the narrative. It be the narratives on this podcast. <laughs> no, but for real, for real, for real. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, we wish y'all well, Shaw. Mm. God bless. God bless. Um... Well, what have you been watching? What's what's been popping in the media? What's the new shows? Child, the new things? Look, I watched everything under the sun when I was sick, honey. I watched, you know, I finally watched P Valley. <gasps> How is that? You didn't watch P Valley? I don't have stars, G. Oh, it was a good little stripper show. Get the two week. Oh, I think I have stars. I might slide it to you, oh, but, I think, don't but mind. I think I'm gonna cancel that after this month. So get your yeah, true, get true, your true. shows in. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was a great. It's, it was like you know how we like be looking for those ratchet stripper shows. Yeah. It was that because it was really a stro- so you show. So it really gave. The yeah, team. I did give you that. Um, so I can't wait for season two. So was it like a a show version of Beyond the Pole? Remember when we watched yes. Beyond the Pole? Okay. Yes, and it was structured and it had a little bit more. You know, obviously yeah. more that structured. That was more like sto- a documentary. Yeah, so okay. it had more structured storyline, but very much so. Okay. Um, there's some, I don't know if you know Gigi Maguire. Gigi Maguire is a very famous OG stripper. She was part of the, like, strippers that created, like, tricks on the poles. Oh. And, um, she, well, she started those, like, vibes. Yeah. Um, so she was a consultant on the show. Wow. And stuff. Yeah, and some of her, she even, like, because I listened to her on lip service, she was saying how um, 
the the if you watch the show, there's like a um, a stripper night. And it's like a, a trio and they perform or whatever, whatever. She said that was based off of her and her friends. Like, they used to do that mm. in the strip club in Magic City or in Philly or wow. whatever. And that they would, like, you know, they had a night catered to the three of them and they would do, like, shows and da 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 So, yeah, it, it's definitely super interesting. It makes me want to be a stripper even more. Okay. Even though, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It's just an interesting lifestyle, man. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, Bridgerton. Um, Bridgerton, you know, that was definitely all over... Um, social media for a minute. Lady Aracamona. Right. I like this. It's a good show. You know, I typically do not like British um, queen, um, you know, like the royal. Show. Yeah, monarchy you know, shows. Yeah, they tend to be a little bit boring to me. Um, But this was actually good because they had like the little tea. It had mm-hmm. the culture there, you know, their culture. But it was diverse a little bit and it had the tea and it's actually really is a good show. I definitely want to watch The Crown now. It? Oh, The Crown? Yeah. Oh, and that's based on like true. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. story too. Um. Damn, she had a tough life. I actually watched a really great documentary on Princess Diana uh-huh. on Netflix called um, Diana from Her Own Words. Uh-huh. And it's a documentary. It's like a hidden, it's a documentary from a hidden interview where Diana's basically just speaking. Like she did an interview with her friend uh-huh. and she's just giving so much backstory. Um, and it just helped me learn so much about Princess Di. Like I didn't know she was like 19 and 20 when she got married and yeah. became a princess. Mm-hmm. And I know she was like a regular school teacher. You wow. know, like she, she was a kindergarten garden teacher and she just starts dating a prince and, and then i know the prince was dating what's the what's that lady child name? the prince was dating camilla no let me for tell the you longest princess diana is a real bitch let me tell you a story y'all i'm sorry i gotta tell y'all this one story so in that thing she talks about how first of all um prince william was dating camilla like way before they even got married yep. to the point where he wore cufflinks that camilla gave they him on their wedding they were in love gee how you gonna wear cufflinks another bitch gave you on our and wedding then camilla was shading down a tea gee. whenever they have like lunch yes. or dinner so they went to a party one day diana went to that party it was camilla's 40th birthday party she said she pulled up on camilla like hey i know what's going on between you and my husband and camilla was like you have everything else in the world what more do you want and then Ooh. Diana said, my husband. And then um, Diana was like, look, I know what's going on, but don't play me like a fool. If anything, please don't insult my intelligence and think that I don't know what's going uh-huh. on. I'm like, Diana, I fuck with you, G. Like, pull mm-hmm. up on, mm-hmm. on C- Camilla. Tell her. Ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, woman could watch be that documentary. Um, so that's a good show you guys should watch. I don't know. Okay, so this is the thing with Bridgerton. So Bridgerton is supposed to be colorblind casting. With, is it? Yes, that is. it is supposed to be colorblind casting, right? Okay. Um, and for those who don't know, colorblind casting is just a phenomenon of casting people without um, thinking of race while you cast them. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example of that is that Cinderella with Brandy. Yeah. So that's what this show is supposed to be. However. I don't know if I felt that. I, I was going to say I that. I don't it. think, even though, um, you know, historically we know that black people might have not been um as as welcomed um i don't think that it was like void in the storyline that they were black i think that there were lines and there were different things that alluded to like the people being the race that they were i don't Mm -hmm. think it was like i'm just watching the show and anybody could have been any character no because they did mention it in the show um um the duke's auntie Mm -hmm. i forgot her name she did mention how the queen you know, marrying the king was what brought, allowed, you know, at least black people to be accepted and given respect because the queen is a black woman and the king is white. Right. Yeah, so right. it was mentioned a little bit. I mean, it wasn't a main topic, but if you do pay attention, it was mentioned. It was mentioned. So, yeah, so I think that, that, that was, that's been a topic um, in the, like, TV, film, and theater community about um, 
colorblind casting in TV. And I think another thing is, you know, with Shonda Rhimes, people were saying how um, her type of interracial dating is always the same. It stay like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always well, a white man, or it's a black woman, white man, or... Yep. Or white man, or the vice versa, yep. and it's like they're also there are different types of interracial dating. Yep. You know what I mean? Just like the Brandy Cinderella, that was an interracial ass. Low key, you know what I mean? just think about it. Was the husband was white, the mom was black, the son was Asian. You the know son know? was like Filipino or something. Or something. She, you know Brandy mean? was black. Her stepmama was white. Her stepsister was black and white. Like exactly. Yeah. So it's always the same. It's always just the same narrative. You know. So it just it doesn't make it as attractive or as interesting as. Yeah, I think that Shonda has good intentions with the whole colorblind cast whatever but i think that um it's here's the thing because of the universes in which she writes in you can never ignore race yeah i think it worked in the cinderella universe because it's already a fairy tale you know what i'm saying we already live in a universe where we're not in the same universe so for all we know racism never even existed whatever whatever but then when you have shows like Grey's anatomy scandal how to get away with murder where you're in 2015 you're you're in our real life and that clearly also talks about race and, and you're talking about race i can't ignore the fact that the, the the black powerful woman in the show can't find love when she's fucking the president you know what i'm saying yeah. this white i can't ignore that yeah i can't ignore that annalise every one of her lovers is white is white except for this the one good black man and she screws him over you yeah. know what i mean like you can't ignore she does screw him over that too. you know Bailey and and her husband name I can't believe I can't I can't remember his name what's her husband name I forgot his name you see that how unmemorable the only black yeah. husband on the show is yeah. so and, and you know we can't ignore shit like that so. and how they keep on talking about Richard and um Catherine no Rich, what's um Gray's mother's name oh. they stay talking about that relationship they're all they yeah. are always talking about the relationship I thought that shit was dead now. no they're always talking about the relationship Damn. you know what I mean like that relationship has more weight than Richard and his first wife and his first wife damn we only saw the first wife uh, when, when she, she really was had dying. um uh, dementia, dementia. yeah it was dementia that's what's happening but yes, I think, you know, she definitely has good intentions, but I think now as a writer, you know what I mean, as a creator, I think after a while you don't need to go back and look at your work too, you know what I mean? Yes. Look at the messages you are passing on, and if they're being repetitive, you know, switch it up, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you could do a little something. She's a good, she's a great writer, that we know for yeah. a fact. She's a great writer, good storyteller. Speaking of a switch up, Insecure. Oh, it's ending after the season five. You know what? I like that it is. No, it's it's a good place to end. Exactly. It keeps, it keeps the integrity of the show. It's not one of those shows that need to go on to season eight, nine, ten. Because what would what be the storyline? You know what I mean? But it's still sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think she had a really good run. It's definitely great, interesting show. Like, when I'm going to pay for the master class. That shit like $180. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think this is actually really good, and I'm now it even just makes you more curious to see how other works because you know, you know how I, I watched that movie she did with that um that the South photograph? Asian no the South oh, Asian oh Lovebirds that I was loved, a good movie that I was loved fun that. you I know loved what I mean it, yeah so um it just makes you more interested to see the other things that she could do because I believe that she's more than just you know yeah she's more insecure. than just an awkward black girl I yeah. think that I think that this is a great stepping for her into the industry Definitely. and and what i respect most for Issa, and i gotta give her flowers um as a as a creative in the tv film and media space mm-hmm. i feel like there's not enough um avenues for us to get on how like musicians get on yeah. like you know when musicians you drop a track you throw that shit on soundcloud like we know the recipe for um an independent artist yeah but we don't know the recipe for independent 
filmmaker, showmaker, mm-hmm. whatever. And Issa created that for us. And she was independent. She did it herself. She she created that for us. We I've never seen um somebody to create a show on YouTube yeah. and from that show be able to pitch it to HBO. And I liked how she mentioned that even when she did pitch the show, they wanted you know, a well-known actress that is not an aqua black girl to play that role. And it didn't sit right with her. And the fact that she was able to say no, thank you. I think that it just shows a lot of integrity too and just passion mm. for your own work and belief that you have in your own work too, you know? So it's quite encouraging. It really is encouraging. They around here, Gabrielle Union playing an aqua black Yeah, they probably would have. You know what I mean? Or just somebody, because that's really trying to think who would they would have had. They would have put some Afro-Latina bitch. They would have had Zoe Christina Miliana yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Like, Oh, this beautiful ass, exactly. graceful bitch being yeah. awkward. And exactly. Like, no. Um, another thing. So there's this movie on Netflix called Oloture. It's a Nigerian movie. It's actually a really decent movie. And it just basically talks about uh, what sheds light on um, the human and sex trafficking going on in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it's a journalist story, an investigative uh, journalist where she went underground as a, she went underground. <laughs> what? No, you know, I was, I got it um, confused at first with the what? one with um, Timmy Otundal, um, that one. Oh, no. At first, I was like, I ain't finished that shit. That shit was long. I that one either. Yeah, that shit was long. <laughs> but no, 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 I do remember. You know the, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. With so Sharon Ojo. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So basically, an investigative journalist, like, it's a true story in a sense that the investigative journalist, she went underground as a prostitute and then she was was later on um, trafficked and she saw like the whole bizarre and craziness of it. You know, people dying, this and that. Um, so now, you know, they made a movie out of it. So now there's an issue concerning, you know, the rights of the movie mm-hmm. and who should be credited. Mm-hmm. So this movie was um, mainly pro- um, produced by Ebony Lives um, mm-hmm. TV and production. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, investigative journalist, like the real one, mm. she says that if she feels like she needs to be compensated more, mm. you know, for it. And it's like, should she be compensated more? So with the fact that she was an investigative journalist, like she, it was the story that she provided, but based so on Nigerian laws, mm. you know, the paper owns the story. It is mm. not her story, right? Mm. So even though, okay, you went through that shit, you don't have the rights to the, yeah. you don't have the rights to it. And when, you know, the film, pro, the movie production, whenever, when they wanted to make the movie, they did contact, you know, the papers and the journalism, whatever. Mm. And they got the rights from them and they did credit the lady like, hey, we know that you, you know, you went through this and they offered that they were going to give her a 5% um, cash tip um, towards her, um, her foundation mm. that she has. Um, so now, you know, now the movie went to Netflix. The movie was not supposed to go to Netflix. It was supposed to go straight to like the theater, the theater screening, whatever. But COVID happened, so it went to Netflix. So of course, Netflix, bigger money, whatever. Um, but now she's saying it's my story, and they're taking it away from me because she was saying that you know she went through a lot. She had to go through, and she still is going through therapy. She's on medication because she did go through a really, you know, mm. if you do watch the movie, and it's, it's quite, it's a sad story, mm. you know. But the producers of the film said they said that this is not. It's not like we took the movie from A to Z based on what you wrote. You know, they added your love interest. They added different things to it. And what we all know this common story of sex trafficking in Nigeria, of girls being trafficked to Italy and just all over the world. You know, this, mm-hmm. this is not something that is new. So it's not like a unique story per right. se, you know. So I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think she has rights to the movies? Do you think she has a right to feel the way, and you know, there's another, there's another thing, cause, you know, relating to the uh, moral ethics. You mm-hmm. know, that's a different aspect of law too. Like morally, you know, is they are they right? Are they wrong? Morally, professionally, <laughs> everythingly, 
she don't she don't own that story no more. Yeah. Even in the movie, she does it as a journalist. Yeah. She's a journalist. And even though, you know, she adopted the story and like, ah, I'm gonna follow this shit or whatever she said or whatever. Um, yes, it happened to you, but the story of it yeah. was published through the through the, the media and the journalism. Mm-hmm. It's their story. You gave it to them. That's part of your contract as a journalist. Um, they can acknowledge you. Yeah. They can give you, you know, shout out. But but that's that. I'm sure you got paid. It, exactly. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you did the story under contract. It wasn't even an independent story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You did the story under contract, honey. And quite frankly, you wouldn't be looking for compensation if there wasn't compensation to give. And I think where things may have gotten messy was when, you know, the like the CEO of Embony Live TV, she created, she forged a relationship with her. So, like, they were texting back and forth, you know, um, you know, every now and then, whenever the girl visited the lady, um, her name is Ma Boodoo, she would give her, like, you know, a little cash tip, you know. Um, when this young, the journalist, when her dad actually died, um, she did text the CEO, like, hey, you know, please assist my family. My dad died, whatever, whatever. You know you know that Nigerian culture, too. Oh. You know what I mean? So it's just like that relationship has been forged. So it's like they've crossed that professional, you know, line. Mm. So I feel like if that line wasn't crossed and they kept it strictly <clears throat> professional, like, hey, we're gonna, we, we gave you credit on the show, on the movie. Your name is on there. You know, credit to um, old girl. You went through this, whatever. And we are going to donate to your foundation. It should have just ended there. They shouldn't have been at that extra yeah, layer. Yeah, that's of, what makes it mixy, but yeah. it doesn't mean she owe her though. It doesn't mean she owes. Yeah, because yeah. it's like damn. I mean, bitch, law is I, law. You told me to pay for you to help you out with your daddy's funeral. Yeah, that's some friendship shit. You asked me exactly. that out of friendship. Like I don't owe you that because of the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, I think that that's the thing. It's like you you made it friendly, so you made it to the point that you understood the business of it. Yeah, because if you knew that you were being screwed in the business, you wouldn't have been her said, friend. Exactly. From the jump. From the jump. If you knew the business from was screwing you over, you wouldn't have been her friend. Yeah. So it wasn't until, oh, that shit went to Netflix and you saw it was bigger than yeah. what you anticipated. Now you want more. At, yeah. But At this point, go write an autobiography. At you this know, point, go like, give, you know, more details, whatever. Yeah. Go write an autobiography. Gotta go write a book. Go create your own thing. Go do, you know what I mean? Like, even work with your friend. Like, hey, why don't we do a documentary on me? Exactly. That is not the movie. That now the people have watched the movie, they might want to know what my real story, story is. is. So, Fact. yeah. She, she fumbled in the bag. She did. I feel bad for her, though, but yeah. Um, any music out? So Jasmine Sullivan, she dropped, was it EP or album? She wants to call it an EP. She doesn't want people to acknowledge it as an album because the artist in her says it's not enough songs to be considered okay. an album. Okay. Um, but, but the quality, the album. quality is a mm. classic. The quality. See, when I be talking about my whole life and I'm a hoe and ho, ho, ho. Look, look at her. I'm not talking about H-O, ho. I'm talking about that Creole ho that Jasmine spelled, the H-E. A U X hoe. So what's the difference? That's a grown woman hoe. That's a hoe. Oh, and, and what's the difference? Well, if you listen to the EP, she talks a lot about um, just different phases of how women can be described as a hoe, right? Okay. From from you tricking on a man to being like, oh, that man is just he everything, you know. Basically, she digmatized and you paying for his stuff. Right. To being a hoe where it's like, you can't get me unless you pay for my stuff. To feeling like there's the, the last song is a girl like me with her. And that song is talking about how, like, it just feels like um, all men are interested in are the hoes. Like, don't nobody want no regular girl like me. Mm. Like, I'm just a regular black girl. I don't, 
I don't solicit myself on the internet. I'm not a 24-7 bad bitch. I'm just like a regular girl. We should have a topic on just being a regular girl. For real. Like, awkward black girls and just regular black girls and all that stuff. Like, yes, that's a topic. But, you know, I think that when she described this, it wasn't in the salacious whole, like, you know, it wasn't in the hole in which we hear a WAP and like be like, that's some whole shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was in the whole tales as in like, this is a story about women and their sex life and y'all call us hoes for having a sex life. And So but is this not the- no Lori Harvey type of stuff? No, not really. Okay. It's not. I mean, but they, but then there's different. It's so cool too because um, there's a lot of interludes where it's different women giving their perspective of whole shit. Mm. There's a woman on there that says like, all women are hoes. Women, women, every single woman is a hoe. A woman, even if you married, you a hoe because at the end of the day, you fucking your husband so he can do stuff for you. It be times when what? You don't, that's what for real. She was like, it be times when you don't even want to be with your husband. You don't even want to do shit, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm just gonna have sex with my husband so I, he could do this. So he can, so we can have a flowing relationship. Damn. Like at the end of the day, you do you sex as current in a relationship no, no matter though. if you are even ma- if you're married if you're married or not and that's what she and it's like so if I'm a hoe you a hoe cause at the end of the day my sex is transactional your sex is transactional Damn. so and it's like it was just different different parts where I was like yes you gotta speak to me I felt like a grown woman listening to hotels Okay. 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 I finally listened to um King Von's uh, "Welcome to Old Block." Oh, okay. I've been listening to one that one song. Um, I've been um working out to it. Okay. Um, again, another life cut tragically short. Yeah. Amazing music. Oh yeah. I think he's a good storyteller. He's amazing. a great storyteller. It, it really is. Like, I hate that. Like, I was just getting on the King Von wave, and then he he got killed. Cause I literally was Same. just getting on. It like, was literally that. Week. It was that week, and we were just, like, we was literally talking about like, yeah, we got to talk about Welcome to Old Block on the podcast, and it was just like he he literally was killed. So mm-hmm. um, I did listen to um, Dark's album. How was that? I mean, I, I I'm very with Dark. You know what I mean? Like I like him on features. I like hearing his voice. I like some of his songs, but I've never been a full fan of like a full Dark project. Right, right, right. So right. like I can appreciate what Dark adds to things, but I'm, I don't be feeling him by himself. Um, the girls came out with a remix today. Uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat and Meg, and Meg on the and Ariana. Ariana. You so listen the, to it? I, li- I like the song 34, 35 anyway. Okay. Um, and then I like the remix. And I'm going to say it here because I said it on Twitter. Doja Cat don't miss. And she Doja doesn't. Cat don't get her fucked up because she be on some pop shit and she be doing well, she this. She Doja Cat can rap. I think that if you threw her in a cypher, Doja will perform. Like, Doja Cat does not miss. Yeah. I agree with that. So, I need to listen to a song. I haven't listened to a new... I tend to listen to, like, old songs. I know. So you you like then, that. Yeah. Then when the, the new song becomes old, I'm like, oh, I did listen to it. Yeah. Then you find uh, a song you like and listen to it. For the long... Girl, I finally listened to all of... um What's what's his name? Whisker's new album. G, finally. G, like, from head to toe. I'm like, oh, I like this. <laughs> G, that came out my birthday weekend. I know. Like, I finally listened to every song on there. I only heard, like, a few, like, Ginger, whatever. But now I'm like, oh, I do like this song. So I've been playing, playing on repeat, hilarious. like literally on repeat. Um, I think that's pretty much it. But let's, you know, our next segment that we have. Do you have to drop for us? Oh, my God. It's we, been... we haven't done this in a minute. Yes, bro. I was going to be like segment. Yes. You know, let's the next little segment. Let's go crazy. It's been a minute. Y'all already know what time it is. You know, the dumb person. Drop it. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! Goof ass. Mm-hmm. So we have Carrie Hilson. 
Carrie Hilson a whole full ass goofy, y'all. So as we talked about earlier, we already mentioned that Carrie Hilson. Uh, I mean, we already mentioned that Trump was banned from Twitter and all other social media. So yeah. he was banned from Shopify, Spotify, Pinterest, all the shits. Um, so Carrie Hilson decides to make a post on Twitter and says, this may be funny, but it is a little dangerous too. Take Trump out of it for a moment. A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes the majority of the world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us slowly but surely equals censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine that same right of civilians. Imagine believing every time you read false information detected and propaganda deceptive reports and flat out lies being the only thing we see. So it's like, okay, I get the concept of censorship and freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know. We should, and we do have freedom of speech. We should be able to say what we want to say, you know, whatever. But I feel like sometimes because of that freedom of speech, people abuse it. Mm-hmm. And Trump has definitely done that over the years. As a president, multiple times, he's insulted, um, verbally abused other leaders. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Other nations. Other nations, other races. And it has become a tool of weapon. Yes. You know what I mean? Which we talked about with the Capitol riot. Yeah. It, it has become a tool of weapon. Now people are using it to become more of racist bigots because of this fe- so-called freedom of speech she has. Yeah, freedom of speech is all good and dandy, but if it is causing harm, what do you want to call that? A little You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what she's saying, but this is not where you should, this is not, you know, because there have been, I know me, you've talked about this, and, you know, there have been other leaders who have been censored. You, Malcolm X, you don't think he was censored many times? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Even um, um, Nation of Islam leader. When they took Farrakhan off of social media, she didn't get Gee, on Instagram. They sure did. She didn't say, ah, it was censorship. It's now she's saying, girl, if you don't shut the fuck up and go do this holiday, this Christmas, that holiday, whatever <laughs> movies you be doing. Like, like no. The thing with the censorship and freedom of speech, and once again, I need people that didn't finish school to stop talking. Ooh. Like y'all really, and I hate to sound elitist and stuff like that, but I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of watching niggas that did not fucking are not educated just speak. Yeah, freedom of speech is not a free for all to say whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. That is a misconception of freedom yeah. of speech. Freedom of speech is the right to speak against the government. That is what the fuck freedom of speech was made. Is the freedom to speak and act against the government. Yeah, and if you disagree with the government, now. You have that freedom to do that. Yeah. However, if your freedom of speech is violating the safety of the public, um, like a fucking riot and or mob at the Capitol building, yep. then you have now violated the integrity of the United States. And even speaking of freedom of speech, um, Uganda, they're now entering a total internet blackout. That's scary. That's affecting everybody. That's now, scary. You know, that's when you make a comment like exactly. that. Exactly. That's when you say censorship. Okay. Not when somebody is telling people to stand by and stand down or whatever he was saying. No. Not when you know the first black female vice president is about to be inaugurated on Wednesday in the same location where this same man told them to pull up or shut up. Yep. No, this is not the moment where you fight for his rights. Black people got to know when to shut the fuck up. When when we be going through our stuff, Carrie Hilson ain't said a damn influential or important Nothing. thing in the in in the past six years. Mm-mm. 
Ever since she said love knocked me down and I come around, I've not yeah. heard anything influential or substantial from Carrie Hilson. And this is when she chose to talk. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, yeah. I. She definitely has the Lodo of the week. Goof ass. Lodo. Rabata. Now, uh, we've decided to rename, you know, you know, our black excellence um, segment. We've decided to rename it and call it Who Cared for the Culture? Mm. And I think that just flows, you know, smoother. You got the right one. <laughs> Damn, I was so close. I was at it. So okay, let's close. try it again. Who Cared for the Culture? Nice. <laughs> Anyway, so we do have that, and it's basically going to just include anyone that we feel and we see um, has cared for the culture. So not just black, brown people, but people of all races, of all nations. Someone who's definitely making a change in the world, in the culture, for the culture, for the people. For us, by us, per. Okay, so our person is Stacey Abrams. (sighs) (laughs) Girl. (laughs) It's been been a month, y'all. So we know that she's an American politician. Um, she's a voting rights activist. Um, and she has been serving as a minority leader from 2011 currently. And her efforts have been widely credited with boosting voter turnouts in Georgia, including the 2020 presidential election where Biden won the state. And in Georgia's 2020 U.S. Senate, Senate um, election and special election. So she is really hands-on. She is working. She's in the forefront. And she's been doing this even, like, since she was really young, before mm-hmm. 2011, actually. Um, so she's definitely, definitely a star. you have anything else to add to that? Shout-out to the Queen, Miss Stacey Abrams, because um, without her efforts in Georgia, without mm-hmm. her perseverance, without her putting her ego aside after losing, after being robbed, of a of the 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 mayor race in mm-hmm. Atlanta, she still um, gracefully and without hesitation put herself out there on the front line to ensure that Georgians have a fair democratic process. Yep. And because of that work that she did, we as a country and as a nation are able to take a deep breath and a sigh of relief um, that that bigot, that monster. Um, Donald J. Trump Jr., I mean, Donald J. Trump Sr. is no longer in the office. And I think that um, in years to come, we will really understand and celebrate how monumental her work was. Yes, yes, definitely. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Shout out to HBCUs as well because um, it's been a great moment for HBCUs. She's a Spelman grad. Um, Senator Warrock, who the Senate flipped for in um, Atlanta is a graduate of Morehouse, I believe. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris is Definitely. from Howard. So shout out yes. to HBCUs for doing the work that they need to do. Definitely, definitely. So that's pretty much our episode. Um, you know, I don't know if you notice, you know, we try to switch things up, you know. So our hot topics are going to include everything. Um, you know, we just want to be a little bit more concise. Hmm? You go ahead. Oh. Um, so anyway, we just changed the format up a little bit. And so we end in with who cared for the culture and the quote of the day is basically just simple. We're back bitches. Okay. We're back better than ever. So stay tuned, subscribe, tell your mama, your friends, your daddy, your grandma, your granddaddy to listen to cross X culture podcast because we are it. And that's on what 
Mary had a little lamb. That's all. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know who we was putting it on, but it ain't on me. Okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. It is cross culture. Cross culture. I get money like bastard. You know, feel it's my last card. I want to know your cash up. Oh, you want to make me do she know? Jesus. Your body's a phenomenon. Shit is.